best art with Jerome and April Smith. Hey, um, so today we're going to talk about parenting. Well, I would say more so we're going to talk about Aaliyah, our oldest daughter. And all about her? All about her. Oh, goodness. We're going to give her her own little episode on the podcast. Don't, don't let her hear it. <laughs> We're going to talk about her. Um, she's actually in the bed right now, though, so she is not going to join us on this one. But I'll try to do another episode where she can she can join in. Um, but, yeah, so just a little bit about Aaliyah um, first. So she is three years old, and she was born September 18, 2015. So we had been married for about a year before we started trying for a baby. Um, and we're gonna talk a little bit about how we both found out about Aaliyah coming into the world. <laughs> um, about her personality, how she, how she is very different from the both of us. She is, she yeah. is very different from <laughs> the both of us. Um, okay, we can tell a little bit about her personality first. She right. she's a little firecracker. Loud. She is very something loud. Something that we're not. She is very girly. Something that her mother is not. Not at all. <laughs> um. Yeah. She she's Aaliyah. She's fully Aaliyah. Like there's no yeah. There's no description for that. You just have to know it. But she is free. Like she's just. This and is, she has a shirt that says that too. Free spirit. Yeah, she is a free spirit. My aunt um, nicknamed her Freedom. <laughs> so, yeah. That's she's just her. She's every bit of that word. She's every bit of it, yes. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit a little bit of background about her personality now. But let's um, go back and talk about that pregnancy. I'm so <laughs> glad that I got my little princess out of this, but the pregnancy was... Horrible, horrible. So like the first trimester was absolutely, ridiculously horrible. Yeah, yeah. The, the first <laughs> trimester all the way into like halfway into the, the second trimester was, yeah, was and then it, unbearable. And then that part of it just after the first trimester or like halfway through the second trimester, it was just like, it was bad. And then Towards the end of it, it was like, because uh, I mean, it was, but then at the same time, like that's the that's the period of time where every woman is like, I'm big, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I can't, I'm not comfortable. I I just yeah, that's just that was that period of time. So it was like it was probably still hot during that time. So it was it was, it was even worse. Yeah. So. That's so bad for my baby. I could not eat or drink anything at all. Like, I, I wouldn't even say I couldn't eat. Like, I tried water and was like, I just want to drink water. Like, I started getting dehydrated, I think, because I couldn't keep anything down. So I was just like, I just want to drink water. And I tried drinking water and it came up. <laughs> And then I was like, well, just give me some ice chips so I can just, and then that came up. And I was like, okay, I'll just go to sleep. And then that came up. (laughs) (laughs) Everything came up. Everything came up. Like, I was just like, I I just won't eat. I'll just go to sleep. And then I just started 
throwing up stomach bile or whatever. Like when your stomach is empty, but you're still throwing up. Oh, it was yeah, just tell me, I know. terrible. I went to Vegas. Mm. <laughs> I oh, understand. Gosh. So, yeah, it was bad. Um, but I think that the worst part of it for me was just not like not knowing what to do to fix it. Like. I don't know how to explain that. Like we're not gonna know what to do because it's our first child, and it's kind of hard for anybody to prepare you for that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, but to get to it being that bad, let's talk about how we found out we were pregnant, or I was pregnant. So I found out first. I found out because well, okay, we've been trying for a year. And my mom came over to, um, we, we just spent Saturday, we always spend Saturday mornings together. So my mom came over to my house and I had told her that I wasn't feeling all that great. And so she was like, okay, I'll come over and make some breakfast and we'll eat and maybe you'll feel better. And we had um, praise team rehearsal that day. So she came over, she made breakfast and I took one bite of my eggs, like small bite. And threw it up, like ran straight to the bathroom. And she was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I told you I wasn't feeling good. And she was like, ooh, you pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Hey, mama I said, knows. I'm not feeling good. She's like, no, you're pregnant. <laughs> but um, yeah, mama knows. Like, it's just, it was just a thing. Like, mamas just know. And she knew. And then we went to pricing rehearsal and I was like, we're, we're like rehearsing, we're singing. And I was like, Oh my God, I just need something. Anybody got a cracker? Y'all got a cracker? Somebody got a cracker? Can I have a cracker? And they were like, all of them, I was the youngest person on the price team at the time. So all of them were like, mm, you want a cracker? Uh-oh. Got and I'm you. like, what are you talking about? I just want something to eat. And they're like, mm-mm. And they were like, we don't have no cracker, but what you want, you know, what you want a cracker for? Are you pregnant? And I'm like, what? Why are y'all? <laughs> And I was like, I have not missed my period. I'm not supposed to have my period until Wednesday. It was Saturday. I was like, I'm not fooling with y'all. Cause we had been trying for a year. Like I had taken so many pregnancy tests. And it was just, it was I was like, I'm not. It's ridiculous how many pregnancy tests she had. You know what, you just be quiet. I love you though, but <laughs> um, I was trying to see you know. That's fine. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just was like, I'm not pregnant. Just I just need a cracker. <laughs> um, but then that Wednesday came, and I did not obviously have a period. And then I think maybe a day or two later, I actually took the test because I was like, I'm still not gonna take it. I'm just tired of taking tests at this point. I'm just not gonna take it. And then like a day or two later, I was like, okay, maybe I should. So I went ahead and took she it. didn't help herself. Oh, be quiet. I went ahead and took it, but I took it super early in the morning. And that's where Jerome comes uh-huh. into play. <laughs> now, I don't know about the rest of you, but uh, when it's five o'clock in the morning or a little bit before then, I'm asleep. I'm knocked out. Uh, I'm asleep. Trying to tell me something or trying to wake me up. That's that's too much. But my wife proceeded to try to wake me up. Mm-hmm. Try. 
Babe. Girl. Wake up. Uh, girl. I need you to wake up. Uh, I'm pregnant. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. <laughs> what, 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 what did you say? <laughs> you pregnant? You pregnant? I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he definitely went back to sleep on me, and I'm sitting I in the bed like, okay, so he went cute. back to sleep. Like, my brain, is he my gonna, brain wasn't awake. It took him like 20 more seconds and he was like, oh wait, like this is real news. <laughs> yeah, that, I had a dream like that quick. Like, oh my god. just say you're pregnant? <laughs> I think you need to wake up. <laughs> and yeah. that's a shot up. Yeah. Now, so. I can't say I was fully awake, but I was awake enough to know that, hey, we're about to have a baby. Yeah. He, so... I woke up that morning and, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you gotta go to the bathroom. So for those of you who don't know, I work in a charter school. And so that means I have to be at work at Crackdown in the morning. So, um, like I was up early. He didn't have to be at work that early. And at that time we didn't have kids, so he didn't have to even get up if I got up. Ah, that's so, that's so good. <laughs> oh man. So, um, yeah, I woke up and I was like, oh, I really gotta go to the bathroom. I really, really gotta go to the bathroom, but I didn't wanna, I knew I wanted to take the test that day, but I didn't want to like go to the bathroom and not take it. And then I have to wait until later when I actually had to go to the bathroom again. So I went ahead, I went upstairs, cause I was like, I'm not gonna bother him. I had already taken a billion tests. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna bother him. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, I'll, I'll take it upstairs. So I went upstairs and took the test. And then when it came back positive, I was like, okay, now do I, like, do I go tell him now? Or do I wait till later? Wait and till I was later. like, obviously. Wait till later. Please wait till later. <laughs> I'm fully awake later. Whatever. Um, but I was like, I can't wait till later. I'm gonna tell him now. Yeah, that turned out. But you know what, we have a story. We do, we do. So now, it was all good. That that other stuff that uh What other stuff? What are you talking about? Oh your first trimester. Oh that was pretty bad. So with me being that sick, um what what do you think was the most difficult thing for you? Just being helpless. I mean, most men we well, we can't there's nothing we can do. When you have morning sickness or whatever type of sickness they want to call it, we can't help. There's nothing we can do to stop it. There's nothing that we can really do to help it. We can hold your hair back. <laughs> if your hair is that long, that's pretty much it. Now, we can try to make you as comfortable as possible. There was no comfort with that. None whatsoever. What, what hurt me the most was that you broke down. Like, mm-hmm. you sitting in the middle of the floor, bawling, and there's nothing I can do. 
not only that, but so my nose, I like, you know, pregnancy smell, you can smell everything when you're pregnant. Oh. But for me, everything I smelled made me sick. Well, not everything, obviously, because I didn't just walk around, you know, but like there was a lot of things that I smelled that would make me sick. So we had to change a um, lot of stuff like what I use, what my soap that I use, my hand soap that I use. Where we where we slept. Jerome, I could not smell his hair. There was no, there's nothing wrong with his hair. There was, it's not like his hair was dirty. He shampooed his hair in like a billion different types of shampoo trying to figure out how to get the smell to whatever hair. I could handle. I washed my hair four times in one week. Just so to I try can to figure it out. Yeah, just so I can make it better for you. And nothing worked. And so when I broke down in the middle of the floor and was just like, I can't keep anything down. Like I was just, I was just like hurt because I was like, I can't eat, I can't drink anything. I can't do, like, I can't do anything. It is so miserable. And he was just like, I remember him like standing there like, I want to come over there and at least hug you, but I'm going to make you sick and you're going to go run and throw up. Yep. Like that, that pregnancy tested our marriage for real. For my, real. my wife got to go upstairs. She's living upstairs just because she couldn't be around me. Yeah, I would go upstairs and get in the spare room in the bed and go to sleep sometimes because I could smell his hair and well, my make body wash. Yeah, body washed too because I had to change that. Yeah. And so he would like come home and hug me and I would run to the bathroom and throw up. Yeah, that's a terrible feeling. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm sorry, I don't wanna make you feel like I like I can't control it. I don't want you to feel like I don't wanna hug you, or I don't wanna be around you, but I can't control it. Like, if I, knew, I smell you, I, I, I will throw up. <laughs> I knew that, it's just, just going through that and then not being able to find something that's that's going to help you along, that's going to be better. Like, I went so far to getting body wash, uh, uh, clothes detergent, that was just plain, had no scent to it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Still didn't help. Yeah, we took, so we both went to um, a girl that I used to work with to get his hair done. (laughs) And like, she has a a shop in her um, basement. And she does natural hair, and so we took him there to get her get his hair done to see if I could be okay with that. And like we would literally have to crack the windows in the car so that I didn't smell his hair. Yeah. And it was yeah. it was bad. So when she did it, it was okay, but it was just strong. And so, and it, like to anybody else, it wasn't strong. Like they probably would have had to be right up against him to smell his hair. But for me, I could sit in the passenger seat of the car and he could be driving and it was like, roll the windows down. Like it doesn't stink, it didn't stink. It was just like, I can't handle that. It was bad, it was so bad. Um, but yeah, we we got through that. <laughs> it was. It was a test. It was definitely a, a huge test of our marriage and just like I'm just trying, trying to get through it right together. Now, so. Yeah, so that was that was a, a big thing too because 
I went for a while where I was just like, let me just try to figure out. I'm not a person that likes to take medicine, um, but I had to get to the point where I literally went a whole weekend, like Friday to Sunday, and had not kept anything down at all whatsoever. Yeah. That Monday, I called my doctor and was like, I need y'all to get me a prescription. I need you to fix this because I have not eaten all weekend. Fix it. Fix it. And I'm not coming to the doctor's office at all. I'm going to stay on my couch and you're going to write me a prescription and my sister's going to go pick it up and she's going to bring it to me. (laughs) And at first they were like, well, um, we need to speak with the doctor and see if there's something that we can do. You may have to come in and do. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm no. not coming. I'm not coming in there. I'm That's not, not eating. I'm not coming. This just not gonna happen. And they were like, okay, we'll call you back. Um, we'll we'll talk to your doctor and we'll call you back. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I'm just glad they found something because I feel like I feel like that if. If it would have kept going the way it was going for the first trimester into the second trimester, we wouldn't have a second child. Oh yeah, we were definitely on the verge of uh, Aaliyah will be an only child. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I said it several times. Yes, she Like did. I would go and I would throw up and I'd come back in the room and I'd be like, we're not having any more kids. I'm not going through this again. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this. Um, yeah, she was almost an only child. But the the doctor did send in my prescription. My sister went and picked it up, and I I ended up taking I can't remember what the first medicine was. I can't remember the name of it, but it was no, I went through two. Two, but it was a medicine that on the TV. It was one of those medicines where they get on TV and they're like, if you've taken this medicine, something, 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 like you can cause this (laughs) number. (laughs) Yeah, and the side effects, and then they were saying like. Uh, take legal action, whatever. Da, da, da. And people were like, "Don't take that medicine." I'm like, "Look, I'm taking it, and I can eat, so I'm gonna keep taking it." <laughs> but the problem with that one was I ended up not pooping. <laughs> I was yeah. so constipated. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to the doctor, and they were like, "So how's everything going with the medicine?" I'm like, "You know what? I'm eating, but I just thought about it. I had not had a bowel movement in a little while." And they're like, oh, yeah, that's one of the side effects. I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me. Appreciate it. Let's <laughs> read that. That's in the front. Whatever. I just wanted to eat. So they did. They changed it so that I wouldn't have those issues. But they changed it to a more expensive medicine. But it didn't matter to me. I just needed to eat. Yes, we all needed to eat. <laughs> yeah, my mom literally went to the grocery store and bought the whole grocery store like everything she thought that I might be able to keep down and I could not keep any of it down she had like dry bananas she had um grits all type of crackers crackers saltines and grits and she had like everything Gatorade couldn't keep any of it down um that was yeah that was pretty bad but, you know, we, we made it through. Yes. She's free now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm so proud of us. So, <laughs> so, 
Okay, Jerome is, we've talked about his age and how he's older. And so for him, I, I wonder, I, I have not asked him this question yet, and I'm, I'm interested to see what his answer is like. Um, but we we are all for I know you and your questions. Oh, whatever. So becoming a father for the first time, what were your initial thoughts about um, what it was going to be like to be a father? And like, did, did your age in your mind play a factor in what that was like in your mind, what that was going to be like, what your expectation was, I guess I could say. Well, um, as for age, it didn't really matter to me. I actually wanted to wait a few more years before we had our first. That is true. Because I was like, I'm, I just got married. I want to enjoy my life. Just, you know, just be us. <laughs> but then, you know, you made a valid point. And, you know, once Aaliyah gets old enough, like she is 20, um, look like her grandfather instead of her father. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, it was okay with me. You gotta get the ball me. rolling yeah, out here. Yeah, it, it was okay with me. Um, my biggest uh, fear that I was having is whether or not I'm gonna be able to teach her anything. Uh, how good of a father am I gonna be? Mm-hmm. Now I look at uh, my circle of friends and and you know, how they raise their kids and uh, how I was raised. And I, I try to take little snippets from all those relationships and try to implement them into the way that I treat Aaliyah and the way I want to treat Amaya. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many people know how I was brought up. Um, I actually stayed with my grandmother uh, for my first young life, like between four and seven years old. Um, And I was pretty abused um, living with her. Um, And that's, I guess, I don't know. That plays a big factor in how you... It does, because I believe believe in, what's what's that old saying? Spoil the rod? Yeah, spoil the rod. Oh, no, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do believe in that to a point. When it becomes abuse, then... There's a fine line. Yes, there's a fine line. I, I, I believe in disciplining a child uh, because they did something wrong and they knew that they did something wrong. Now, if they didn't know, then you, you teach them. You show them that, all right, that wasn't the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then when they do it again, then okay, you, I've taught you, you know. Yeah. So now this is the punishment for that. And parenting is completely different nowadays anyway. Just yeah. in general, more people are going towards the route of, like, I don't think that we should actually beat our child. We should teach them like you're saying or you know there are different there are different methods and there are different ways and looking at kids more like small humans instead of not small humans but small people instead of like they're just a thing like I don't know how to explain it like I think well most 
how like my generation and before my generation, they looked at kids as being, uh, you should be seen and not heard. Yeah, and, and, and I think that people now are more so thinking about, like kids have the same emotions and the same feelings and mm-hmm. those things that we have, and it's just on a different level. Um, and so people are treating, um, as a whole, my generation and you know the generations to come will kind of change the way parenting is done and there are some pros and there are some cons just like there were pros and cons from my mother's generation and and my grandmother's um there were there are still people who abuse kids and and beat them for nothing um And then there's... I call them monsters. Yeah. Straight monsters, because a lot of things is not even necessary. Yeah. And then there's those people who, um, they beat their kids, but it's not a a regular thing. It's not a, you know, it's like, I popped you or whatever when you were young, or something like that. It's not a... So there are different levels to it. And then there are people who believe that if you put your hands on on your child, then you are abusing them. Yeah. Um, and so everyone has their right to to feel and do what they want to do with that. But we should do a whole episode on parenting in that aspect. We can. Uh, we definitely can because uh, that's, a, that's a subject that we can definitely go deep into. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll discuss that on another episode. But I just thought to ask you about your thoughts and if you thought that your age played any, any factor or role no, in what your your initial no. I, I, expectations. Like I, said, I wanted to wait because I was feeling like, you know, I can wait a few more years and we have a kid and I'm going to be just fine. Because you think you're Superman. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, no, I'm not. I'm more like the Incredible Hulk. Oh gosh, I should have known. Or Goku. <clears throat> okay, so let this is all about Aaliyah, oh, and we're oh, getting very off okay, topic, let's, sir. Let's get back to it. <laughs> so um, a little short one, right? Talks a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I love my baby. Um. Yes, we do. She she is our princess. She is. So I think that okay. So I distinctly remember before even trying to have Aaliyah before all of that, um, I would always see that kids will, when they get hurt, when they are going through something or whatever it is, they're always like, oh, well, my mommy, or, you know, like if mommy goes and, and leaves them somewhere, there was always this big, like, hold on the child needing their mother. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted that. And so I think that with when I found out, when that when I looked at that pregnancy test and it was positive, I was just like, I will have someone who is gonna love me and like want me when they have a scrape on their knee. When that I had a scrape on my knee and I wanted you. I needed a band aid. Really? Uh huh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, I had the boo boo. 
No, I can't so, do that. like, when they're just sad and they just want their mommy, or when they are not feeling good and they just want to snuggle with their mommy. And I'm like, I will have that now, and I'll have that little child that just thinks that I could save the world for them. <laughs> and so, I think that that was, my, that was my initial... And, you know, of course, you have that expectation versus reality where she wants her poppy instead of her mother but <laughs> <laughs> but you know poppy what is the best. poppy is the best like all the babies love poppy everybody um but yes yeah, so i think that my initial that was probably like my initial thoughts on bringing a child into the world just she's going to well at that time i was like she or he because of course i was really wanting a boy but I have my princess, and I would not trade that little girl for anything in the entire world. I was actually afraid uh, about whether or not we was going to have a boy or a girl. But like, if we have a girl, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm straight scared. Because I'm like, I can show her things, but not like a mother. Oh, that's can, why she's got me. Yeah, she definitely got you. But I was like, I had a boy? Oh. Oh goodness. That's my boy. But you know what? <laughs> Your girls, they adore you. They do. Um, and Aaliyah loves her daddy. Um, I try to be lovable. And, but yeah, so I think that that was probably my initial thing. Just like, this child is going to be like, I want my mommy and that and I'm they're gonna be reaching for me they're not gonna want other people like that type of thing mm-hmm. um, and I was just excited about that before Yaya and Poppy come around <laughs> before Yaya and Poppy come around <laughs> but yeah I mean they still and I think that is cute too I think that's the cutest thing and my mom and I talk about the fact that like she didn't have her grandfathers growing up like she didn't know them she didn't get to develop that relationship and I didn't have that either um I never met my dad's father and my mom's father I met I mean I met him as a child but I don't remember him um and the only like small memories I do have of him he was sick right before he passed so I don't really remember him like that so to, to know that Aaliyah and Amaya have that and to see that is just so great and to see them like interact with their grandparents and of course I, you know my grandma had I mean both my grandmothers very good relationships with them and everything but I didn't have the the like both of the grandparents or whatever yeah, like they do and so that's pretty cool to be able to see them love on their grandparents and Aaliyah would, I mean, if we sat here and was like, would you, do you want to stay at mommy and daddy's house and play with us? Or do you want to go to Yaya and Poppy's house and play with them? Yaya oh, she's going to choose Yaya and Poppy all, all day. day, every day. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's great. And I love that relationship that they have. I, that's one thing that I wanted for um, for my dad and, uh, and my mom, too, for, for Aaliyah to... Like, Aaliyah met my father and mm-hmm. played with him and everything, but she was super, super young. Yeah. So I, I, I don't really think she's going to remember him mm-hmm. that much. Um, but I, I'm going to I'm keep his his image and his legacy alive because 
your dad reminds me of my father. Mm -hmm. That's why I probably gravitate to him so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a good feeling to have that type of person around because uh, they don't take no mess, neither one of them. No, they don't. Oh my God. They don't have no filter either. None. <laughs> None. And they quit. Ooh. That you, you love them or you hate them. Ooh. It's going to be either or. Either <laughs> or. But they will protect you with their life. Yep. So, for us with Aaliyah, what do you think, um, in the beginning, not like now, she's three now, so there's other things that go along with having a three-year-old, mm -hmm. especially a three-year-old diva like we have. <laughs> um, but in the beginning, when she was, let's just say, before she turned one, what do you think the most difficult moment for you as a new parent was? I know for me, um, I specifically remember, and you, you've heard me tell this all, a whole bunch of times, but um, we, were, we were fresh from the hospital. It was like day one, night one from the hospital. Um, and I had a C-section with Aaliyah, um, which I can get into that, but I won't. <laughs> Bad choice, don't do it. Um, if you can't, if you don't, if you don't have, have to, don't, do, don't it. do it. Please um, don't do it. I, I, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that too. But anyway, um, I remember coming home and because of C-section, I, I had very limited, it, it was just bad. Um, for me specifically, mobility was, was my mobility really was bad. Yeah. Um, and I learned, I later learned much later, like recently when I had Amaya, <laughs> <laughs> much later learned that um, it was it was partially my fault, but I say partially the hospital slash doctors as well. But anyway, I wasn't moving very much. And so because I wasn't moving very much, I couldn't move very much, if that makes sense to everyone. Um, if you don't use it, you lose it type thing. So I couldn't get up very well to get Aaliyah out of the bassinet and then get back on the couch because I wasn't sleeping in the bed at the time. Um, get back on the couch to be able to to nurse her or whatever in the middle of the night. And so she was crying. It was our first night back. It was our first day back at home. And in the middle of the night, she woke up and was like, she started crying. And Jerome was so tired from in the hospital. She had. Um, like some fluid that they didn't get out very well. And so she had some issues going on. They, of course, make you lay your baby in the bassinet and she has to lay on her back. But we were nervous about, it was our first child, and we were nervous about her, she had been spitting up and throwing up and stuff. So we were nervous that she would do it in the middle of the night. And with her laying on her back, that just isn't a good situation. Not in our eyes. Yeah, so Jerome, tried to stay up as much as he could. Um, and I think he stayed up for most of the, the night and stuff. And he was just doing so much because of me having the C-section and stuff that he was like dead tired when we got home. So that man was sweet, like he was out. <laughs> Cold toast. Yes. So Aaliyah wakes up and she's crying and she's in the bassinet. And I tried to call across the room to Jerome, but like I literally was so weak that I couldn't yell loud enough to get him to wake up because even the baby screaming was not waking him up. 
and he was like, he, he wasn't far, he was right there, but the baby screaming didn't even wake him up. So I'm trying to like yell across the room and it's just not happening. He's not waking up. And so I'm like, okay, how can I, I'm trying to think, how can I get her and get back in, you know, the whole nine, whatever. And I'm like hurting. So I try to scream again. He's not wake up. So I just break down into tears. I can't help my baby. Like the whole just, I just felt like I was not able to do my job as a mother and help my child. And she was crying in the bassinet and she needed me. And I felt like I could not come to her rescue. And I just talked about how I wanted the baby to be, you know, attached to mommy and the whole nine. So that whole like expectation versus reality. <laughs> the expectation was that she's gonna cry and she's just gonna want her mommy to hold her. And mommy could not do it at that moment. And so that broke my heart. Jerome woke up and was like, why are you crying? Like everybody's crying. <laughs> he wakes up and like, the baby's crying, I'm crying. And I'm just like, can you get my baby for me? <laughs> and he's like, he was like, okay, okay, what's wrong? What happened? And I'm like, I explained everything to him. And he's like, I'm sorry. But I was like, I understand you're tired. You've been doing a lot for both of us. So that for me was my most difficult moment as a new parent. So what was yours? Every time she caught a cold, it seemed like she was sick. Like for the for that first year, yeah, for the first year, it seemed like she always had a cold and she could not breathe through her nose and she was miserable and she couldn't sleep through the night like she normally would and there was nothing that we could do. We could put the saline drops in her nose and suction her nose and stuff like that, but It'll work for maybe a few hours and then she's back to breathing through her mouth and... And that bothers you that so bothered, much. Not only that, also the vomiting. Because oh, yeah. she used to throw up so much. She did. She had an issue, I think, with acid reflux. And we learned, we later learned that if we put a pillow under her mattress in her crib, that would help her, but we would wake up in the morning and go get her from her bed and she would have thrown up all over herself. Yes. And so despite what they tell you to do with your child, we decided that... <laughs> um, we know what's best for our child. <laughs> sleeping on her back is so not it. We did not put her on her back. First off, she would not sleep on her back. No, it did not matter. She, she was not going to do it. Um, and so we, we decided that she can lift her head up well enough. We're putting her on her stomach. And that is what kind of kept me from being too nervous about. Like, I didn't want her to be thrown up in the middle of the night. And I didn't like the fact that we would find her just laying and throw up in the, in the mornings. But I knew that she wasn't sleeping on her back. And that if she threw up, it was just going to be all over the bed and the mattress and stuff. Um, the bad part about it was that she th she threw up and we didn't know why. It wasn't that she was allergic to anything. No. Um, it wasn't a certain no food. It, and so it took us a little while to figure it out, but once we put the pillow under her mattress, she she did good. Oh man, I slept so much better. Cause I wasn't worrying. Yeah. I'm like, is she gonna throw up tonight? Mm -hmm. Cause it, you don't know how often I look, I'm looking at the monitor, like just checking on her and just seeing how she's doing because I don't want to like fall asleep. She's throwing up 
or she's crying or something and I don't hear it. Yeah, like, Jerome was the nervous parent. He I'm still, still is. the nervous parent. <laughs> he still is. He's the overprotective, very I nervous parent. I want to be that way. Um, I am the, if I'm nervous about it or if I get like that about it, then it's serious. Um, but he is the, you want to get her ears pierced? Oh my gosh, okay, I got I'm it. I'm not Thank ready you. for Amaya to get her ears pierced. Yeah, and that's coming up soon. So. I know, I know. <laughs> um, her first shot, he could not take it. He was just like, she's going to cry, she's going to be, and I'm like, she'll cry for like five seconds and she'll be over it. It is okay. I wasn't um, happy with that. <laughs> her and my baby. So yeah, he's that parent. I don't take I'm, that doctor out. I'm not. He yeah, he was not too pleased with the doctor, and I'm like, the nurse has to give the shots. You can't just. I mean, we're gonna get our child vaccinated, and this is how she gets vaccinated, and she will be okay. You live through it. I live through it. She'll live through it. That's just how the cookie comes. I don't remember it, so it, exactly, uh, which means she won't remember it either. I, I don't care. I'm I'm gonna remember it. Oh I'm my daddy. gosh. I'm so, there. I'm there, and. It hurts me. So all those times are difficult for Jerome because <laughs> he's just that parent. <laughs> I am. And I'm not going to change. So um, what is something that gave you the feeling? And this could be this could be even now, like between now and when she was born. Um, what's something that has happened that gave you a feeling of you were doing this parenting thing right? Like a moment of... Yep, this is what I expect the parenting to be like, and it like a positive thing um, about raising a year or something that she's done. Well, the, the way that that she, in my well, to me, the way that she asks for things, like hold we, on, wait before you go there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it is. Were you going to say her actual wording? Okay, no. No, so, no not okay. a wording, but... Before he goes there and talks about the way she asks for things, it is too cute and too funny. I wish she was up right now. I would have her say it. She, the way she asks for stuff, if we say, like, if she wants some grapes, then she'll be like, Mommy, can you give me some grapes? No, no, she'll say, Mommy, I want grapes. And I'll say, well, how do you ask for grapes? So Jerome taught her <laughs> that you say, may I have some grapes? I taught her that you say can I have some grapes <laughs> so Aaliyah combo that being the person that she is combo. she put a combo on it and she says man can I have some grapes mommy <laughs> <laughs> it is the cutest and, thing in the world <laughs> and that's what that's what like that's what got to be that like she's learning to mm-hmm. be polite mm-hmm. like of course you know you can take politeness but so far. Mm-hmm. But if you start early and you you teach them that, okay, if you're polite to people, the majority of the time they're gonna be polite to you. Mm-hmm. And you can get things that normal people that are not so polite <laughs> can get. And you can get away with things that some people are that are not polite. You can get away with some things. Just because you're being nice and you're being considerate of somebody else, they'll be considerate of you. Now, granted, it does not work all the time. Right. You have those people, problems. But 
for the majority of my life. When I'm polite, most people are polite to me. Yeah. And I, I tried to teach that to her. And I see that she's learning because of the way that she asked for things, the way that she would share, uh, the way that she would play with other kids. I just love it. And the way that she treats um, uh, Yaya and Poppy and all other adults, it, it shows to me that she is caring, is loving, and she's considerate of other people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that was my That makes you stick your chest out. Oh man, oh, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I feel so good about that. That's good. Yeah, and she is. She, I mean, okay, let's let's be real. She's three. She is. Um, and she gets reminders of this is how you're supposed to, you know, ask for things or whatever. She's but, not perfect. But, yeah, you know, she's not she perfect. Tries. But she's doing really good with that. And I didn't expect her to be like this right now. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I didn't expect her to to be able to do this until, or to be that particular way until she's like five or six, mm-hmm. realistically. But she's she catches on to a lot of things very, very quickly. And, she does. Um, I'm very, um, that makes me proud. That makes me very, very proud. Cool. Um, I think for me, her personality, um, just because it is very easy to um, beat a child down and break that um, and and for them to end up being something that they were not meant to be um, or for it to be di- more difficult for them in the long run when they become an adult and they realize that I should have done this I should have gone down this path or whatever right. but these circumstances happened and um and now here I am, and I have to figure out how to get back there. Right. Um, and so I feel like, for me, what makes me proud of her and and just happy about, or I guess what makes me stick my chest out, like you say, <laughs> um, is just that she is free spirited, and I feel like that'll that will take her somewhere later in life, um, where I don't want her to be afraid of doing something different. I don't want her to be afraid of doing something that's out of the box. Um, Where did she get that from? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I mean, we, no, <laughs> I mean I'm just taking, taking a look at both of us. We don't mind trying new things. We mm-hmm. don't mind that. But we don't actively go out to try new things. And I think that she is going to be just fine with that. And I, and I like that. Um, and I think that kind of goes back to that like new parenting model type thing that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas it's just one of the things that we've changed up and, and kind of improved about parenting, um, my generation has, that you don't have to make your child be, you should be seen and not heard type thing. Yeah. Um, now I still do, like there are certain things where it's like grown folks conversation type stuff where you should keep, where you know some people don't anymore. but. That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just feel like she is very free-spirited and and she still has, the, like you say, she's still respectful um, and she knows that there are boundaries, mm-hmm. but she knows that it's, the boundaries are not this little small box of you, you have to fit into this box 
or you know like we talk about fitting into um a mold that will i guess translate into whatever job later on in life all that stuff who knew 20 years ago that people would be able to sit and record a podcast uh, which wasn't even a word then probably um and pretty much make money off of that or record videos of their daily lives and post it on YouTube and make money off of that. Like crazy. There are right. There are other things that can be done and you have to have a free spirited child like that. That's going to come up with that idea. You can't put a child in a box and be like, you're going to invent something one day. That doesn't make sense. So yeah, I think that's what makes me most proud. I'm just like, I can only imagine what she's gonna end up being or what she's gonna end up doing or creating or changing or whatever. I literally used to put her in the bed every night. Like I don't I don't really put her in the bed anymore because we have two kids now. <laughs> but um, when I would put her in the bed, we would read our stories, say our prayer, the whole little nine or whatever. And um, affirmations are a big thing. And even though I was putting her in a crib and she was not old enough yet to understand what I was saying to her. I would speak to her and say, you're going to change the world or you could change the world one day. I don't want to put that big of a burden on her and say, you're going to change the world one day. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you can change the world one day Um, and you can be great or just different little affirmations that I would say to her uh, before she went to bed. And I would tell her she's amazing and she's smart and she's beautiful and all those things. Um, but just to, just so that she would know, like, you're not in this box. You don't have to fit into this box. And you, you can do something one day that could change the way people think or the way people do something or, you know, whatever. And I think that she could be that child that, I mean, every parent probably thinks their child's going to be this amazing person that's going to do <laughs> some amazing things. But Every yeah, she, like that. yeah, and if you don't boost your child up and think that for them, then shame on you. Yeah. I got no. a question for you, though. What's your question? How many? No. Do you want to make some people mad? What are you going for? <laughs> what are you about to say? Tell them about Aaliyah's sleeping habit. Oh, gosh. Oh, you went a whole different route with this. I did. You thought it was going to be bad. No, I mean, no. I I did think it was going to be bad, but I thought it would be, like, on topic. I mean, I guess it is because I said that's what I do when I put her down for bed. Mm -hmm. So that's what made you think of it? Yes. Okay, so Jerome wants to talk about this. And this will probably be the last thing we talk about and we'll wrap it up um, because we are... We're like 50 minutes in right now. What? Um, yeah, no, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. You could talk. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so um, our kids are amazing sleepers. And I know that so many people struggle with their kids sleeping and whatever else. And I do pray for you all. I do. <laughs> Um, I love my sleep. My husband, on the other hand, does not. He started sleeping more lately, and I, I don't know if it's because he's old, or kiss it, <laughs> kiss it, or because we have two kids now, or whatever. But anyway, um, I love my sleep, and I I don't know what I would do if my kids didn't sleep. 
but okay, Aaliyah, she's our best sleeper so far. Um, Amaya, she she's good, but she's getting there. She's getting there. Aaliyah beat her out. Aaliyah started sleeping through the night at three weeks old, and she never did like a regression or any of that type of stuff. She is like even to the point where sometimes if we let her stay up like on a Friday night or something, she'll be like, uh, two more minutes? Because <laughs> <laughs> we tell her that's our, you know, you, you give that's them a little time. Yeah. Um, you don't just cut kids off because that's another parenting thing. See, yeah. look, we're going to do that. We're going to do that episode. But, um, yeah, we give her a little signal. Okay, Leah, we got two more minutes and we're going to go to bed. Now, at this point in our life, we can say two more minutes, and it can be whenever we feel like it. Yep. <laughs> because we'll she doesn't know what two more minutes means. Um, but we'll we'll have to revisit that later on in life. But anyway, <laughs> um, so sometimes she knows that two more minutes means that she's going to go to bed pretty soon. And we say two more minutes, and then she says, okay. And she finishes doing whatever she's doing, and then we say, okay, let's go to bed. And it helps her transition. And then she gets in the bed. We say, we do the little bedtime story. We say a prayer. She says a prayer. And then she gets in the bed and she goes to sleep. She sleeps through the night. Well, sometimes she will even go, she did it tonight. I was about to put the baby in the bed. Mm -hmm. And she said, mommy. I was like, yeah. She said, two more minutes. And I said, are you tired? She's like, yeah. And I said, okay, ask daddy if it's two more minutes. Because daddy puts her in the bed now. And he was like, yep, two more minutes. And no fuss two more minutes she went and got to bed well he took her to bed you know did their little routine and she's out um so our kids are are amazing and the funny thing is when we got pregnant with amaya people were like you got one good sleeper mm-hmm. get ready for that two. next one because mm-hmm. it's about to be mm, about to turn your world upside down you know the whole nine people were like <laughs> not she's not gonna sleep all this stuff and i'm like look don't put that on my life That's right. we don't need that <laughs> don't speak that around here we don't speak those things so um we we did not speak those things we prayed I know I prayed. I prayed constantly. <laughs> Lord, please send us another sleeping child. <laughs> um, and sure enough, Amaya is three months old at this time, and she's sleeping through the night. She's been sleeping through the night since about what two months old. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So we're and then even when she was waking up before that, she would wake up like once, and I would feed her. And put it back down. Now, the the thing that I want to touch on that I was surprised that April didn't say is the time that she goes down. Like Leah. Oh, Leah goes down for bed at seven thirty, seven forty-five, or something like that. Yeah. And then on the weekends, sometimes she'll wake up around eight or so, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Um, it just depends. Sometimes if she gets a little extra then she'll wake up you know seven o'clock or so um amaya we've been waking her up yes we've been waking both of them up here lately yeah um well of course in the mornings though when i'm getting ready for work like i say i have to be up at the butt crack of dawn (laughs) (laughs) so of course we're waking them up because it's like five o'clock in the morning five thirty in the morning yeah um and they've never woken up that early by themselves so 
but yes, we have some good, good, good sleepers, really good sleepers. And yes, so quite blessed in that area. we are very blessed in that area. And I do pray for you all who do not have good sleepers. So, I mean, you can be mad at me because I have good <laughs> sleepers. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm sorry for you. Um, maybe you should have prayed a little harder. No, I'm just playing. I'm oh, playing. That's so rude. <laughs> that's so rude. But yeah, so that is a little about our baby girl. Well, she's not a baby girl anymore. Hmm. She's well, so that, she's she will always be my baby. Um, but she's just not the baby. No, she's not the baby. But that's a little bit about our princess, you princess know, number one. Little parenting skills with her. Yeah, and um, maybe we'll talk about Amaya. Um, and we'll talk about, oh, we never talked about Aaliyah's birth story. We'll talk about that in a different podcast. Maybe we'll do it because this one's kind of long. You know what? We can talk there'll about be a, There'll be a part two on this podcast. And we will talk about Aaliyah's birth story on the part two of this episode, I mean. Um, but for this episode, we're going to call it quits. Oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. So um, you guys look us up on... Um, let me look it up. We're actually our podcast has been distributed mm-hmm. um, to a few more, a few more places. And we out there, people. Yeah, <laughs> um, out there. And so, if you use where, where, where is it? Where is it? It's, it's in there if somewhere. You, if you use the Anchor app, that's where we originally um, um, posted. But if you use Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, or Radio Public. You can also listen to the Let's Talk podcast on those um, platforms. Ooh, awesome. So we post a new podcast every Friday. Yep, yes, Join us on Fridays, and um, we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah, and we'll let's talk later. Later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>